As successful entrepreneurs, we are piling up data. And as we're gathering all this data on trying to serve our clients well, we struggle with what do we do with this? You know, we're, we all know that it's time of big data, the technology is there to allow us to capture pretty much information on everything, no matter what size business we are now. But one of the keys is how can we use this business data intelligently? And really to do one of two things, to improve our top line revenue or to cut costs. Well, I have one of the world's experts. He's actually coming from Germany to join us today to share with us how you can do it. And this is going to be something that's invaluable to you. You do not want to miss this. Stay tuned. Ordinary success. No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Felix Galinske, I, I so appreciate you joining me today. Uh, we had the good fortune of meeting at 25K, Joe uh, Polish's mastermind group, the Genius uh, Network. And we're sitting right next to each other and you're telling me all the things you're doing. And I'm in the process of doing so many things that you excel at. And rather than just me asking you questions, I thought I'd share you with our you know, 10,000 plus successful entrepreneurs. So first of all, thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, John. Well, let's, let's dive in. You are a business intelligence expert and you are really focused on dashboards. And so many of us have heard so much about dashboards and so on. Maybe what I'd like to do, Felix, if you would, is tell me, you know, kind of define what a dashboard is so we get a framing of it. And then I wanna go, you know, how did you fall in love? Because I know you're passionate about dashboards. We're gonna talk about it a little throughout this whole po podcast, but tell, you know, how did you wake up as a young man and say, I'm ready for dashboards. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dedicate my life to this. Well, okay. It's, um, first of all, um, let's let's kind of define the dashboards first. Or let me share with you, um, uh, John, my definition of dash what a dashboard is. I mean, dashboard is not um, a, a homepage of a portal that we see where it's shown what uh, kind of content this portal is offering. Well, I see dashboard as a business tool actually one of the most important business tools. And here's my definition of a dashboard. I say a dashboard is a visual representation of metrics in a way that supports making decisions and triggers taking actions, but also in a way that allows for monitoring the impact of decisions that were made and actions that were taken. Okay, now I was talking about the metrics. But it's not only about visualizing the metrics. It's about taking decisions and making actions and then monitoring the impact of those. And this is what the dashboarding is all about. Now, it's, it's so powerful. I mean, I've got a great team. We've been doing it a lot, uh, Felix. It's just really in the last five years particularly. I did it when I was at my investment firm. We were managing billions of dollars and you had to do it, uh, have more of a uh, you know, small, mid-sized business now or businesses. And 
but we started with all the big data collection things. So everything that happens, we measure. And it just got overwhelming where, you know, we've got all this great data, but what, how to use it. And then started introducing the dashboards. And what I found is my team conversations went up, you know, the, the quality of the conversations went up drastically because what, what we're now doing is we're not, you know, kind of nitpicking on different things. We can actually see the impact the decisions are having. You know, first we can have good information to make decisions, but I think the second part that you were talking about is the power to see the, the what happened because you made those decisions, that incremental exactly. change. Exactly, exactly. And now you mentioned one very important thing. I mean, at the beginning you said, uh, why should we use dashboards? Well, the, to improve our bottom line. Um, but uh, kind of an indirect impact of, of uh, using dashboards properly, John, is you really simplify the communication. I mean, uh, I've been sitting in so many uh, status meetings and board meetings and so, and so on that go for hours and hours and people are talking about what they have done and what they will do. I'm saying, well, how about agreeing on what was achieved and what was measured with the metrics that we, then we show in, in, in dashboards? And all of a sudden, the meetings go 15, 20 minutes. And that's it. You talk about the facts. Um, well, whether you like them or not. Yeah, no, sometimes I sometimes I go, oh, this is fantastic. And this is, oh, this is bad. And, but you can, you have the right information so you can make an action out of it. Exactly. Felix, exactly. Let's, let's do a little background though. You know, how did you get to where you are today? I want to give some framing because we're going to dive in and we're going to give them step by step how you can actually deploy this in your business. And if you are already deploying it, how you can really raise the bar to make it even more valuable. But give us a little background. Well, see, I, I, I studied system science and mathematics. That brought me already in, 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 a, in a position to deal with numbers and so on. And by nature, I'm, uh, well, I tend to be very, very structured. So uh, this kind of just naturally evolved for me. And then uh, uh, 25 years ago, uh, I formed my company that uh, concentrated on, uh, that focuses on the reporting, uh, create, designing and implementing dashboards and reporting systems uh, uh, for our customers. And that's what I, uh, uh, what, what I do. And what I love are dashboards. Um, and uh, well, you know, I still personally go and design dashboards and we'll talk about later uh, the importance of design, properly designing dashboards. And uh, well, I, I hope I'll be designing them for years to come because I really uh, like that part. Oh, it is. And one of the things that as an entrepreneur, I really appreciate people that are passionate about something that I'm not good at. You know, the one thing as entrepreneurs, you know, it gets so tempting we have to all be good at everything. And no, you want to, you know, can't. yeah, you can't. And you want to build on your strengths, okay, not on your weaknesses. You don't want to end your career with strong weaknesses. I, you know, I want to work with Felix, individuals like yourself who can really do something that's going to very much accelerate the success of our firm. So we, we, we know we need to have, uh, well, let, let me go, we know we need dashboards. I mean, if we're going to have data, we're going to have, you know, we got our CRM we invested in. Many have started putting in marketing automation systems. We're now tracking all the way through the client experience. I mean, the amount of data that's being generated is huge. And yeah. there was a fair amount of expense deploying all this stuff. And we got some, most people at that point then start getting some rudimentary uh, dashboards. But how do you start thinking about, okay, I know I need to be able to make better decisions. I you know, certainly want to make decisions top line, bottom line. 
how do I go about getting even started on this? Because this seems like such a big project. Well, it is a big project. Actually, uh, see, the, the business intelligence, the way I tell uh, our uh, customers, it's not actually a project, it's a process. Okay, because, uh, uh, you know, every once in a while, something is changing in your business. You add products, you add customers, uh, you sell part of your company, you buy at other companies. So um, I, I tend to see business intelligence as, uh, or dashboarding and reporting as a process. Okay, now the, the question, um, uh, to, to answer your question, how do you start? Maybe I'll tell you first two ways how not to start. Um, and uh, one uh, I, way, may have, I may have already tried those, but let's share them with everyone else here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you said at the beginning and you just mentioned, well, we've got so much data and we gather so much data and so on. And one way not to start is say, well, this is the data we've got. So um, let's create dashboards on, the, on, on that data. OK, well, that's kind of a bottom up approach. No, no, no. You need to start top down. You need to say, what kind of information do I need in order to monitor and analyze uh, my, my business? Well, it may happen that you still got a lot of data, but some data that you really need for making decisions, taking actions is still missing, okay? Mm -hmm. So one way not to start is bottom up. The second way not to start is, um, well, we've heard about this, uh, this business intelligence and there are a lot of tools, right? And they're especially BI vendors and they hate me when I say this, okay? Uh, well, sorry, well, all you need is a good tool and that's gonna solve your problems. Well, no, you buy a tool first that starts, starts with the problems and then you go bottom up, okay? Where you say, well, th this is all the data and this is where we could analyze, this is what we could do. And then you come to this, uh, uh, to, to this state that I call paralysis by analysis, okay? And you just do nothing but analyze the data. The way to start, John, Okay, and I'm going to tell you the, the, the way to start is, well, you kind of define your business. And I'm, we are talking to entrepreneurs here, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I tend to tell them, listen, why don't you define your business as a value growth chain? Now, what is a value growth chain? We could talk about this already for, for quite a while. But, you know, just very simple. Well, you need to get your customers. So sales is one part of your value growth chain. You need to deliver your products and services. So operations or service delivery is the second part uh, of value growth chain. And then it's kind of accounting. You need to bill for what, you, what you've done. Okay. Well, it can get much more, um, much more detailed. But that's the first thing I say. Well, define your value growth chain. Okay. And then for each part, for each process, you value growth chain. Well, ask yourself, who are the stakeholders? Who are people, who are the roles, business roles that are involved there? Okay. Now, what does that have to do with dashboards? Well, a lot, because after you have this, uh, defined the stakeholders, and if we take, ju just take the sales part, John, of, of, of your value growth chain, right? Uh, well, I mean, who, is this, who are the stakeholders? Your sales director and you as an, an, as an entrepreneur, you'd like to know what, it, what, what is happening there. And then you go, and that's the, that's the uh, most important thing. Well, what kind of ash, uh, questions are those people asking themselves on daily, weekly, monthly basis? Well, and this is when you start designing dashboards. This is when you try to answer with the dashboards that you are to design, okay? The questions those stakeholders of your value growth chain have got. And then, obviously, when you design the dashboards, and we may talk about uh, how to design dashboards later on, John, is, well, then, this whole data part comes into the place because, I mean, 
we said before, dashboards are visual representation of metrics. Well, we may, for, for the metrics, we need the data, right? And then for this visual rep representation, we also need the tools. But that comes on the third, fourth step. First, you need to de 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 define your target audience, who's going to be working with these uh, dashboards. And then you, you need to define the questions they are asking themselves on daily, weekly, monthly basis, or on ad hoc basis, so, so that, John, they can make decisions and take actions. Yeah, no, Felix, that's where I was going. I was going, God, this is, this is really good. And the, the challenge, when, when I've worked on projects like this, what, what I've found is whoever's running it is really tempted to just build it in their own vision. And what you set out is, to me, the most important part is this is really a phenomenal ongoing tool, a process as you call it. And what it does is it's going to empower the stakeholders in each of those functions. So in sales, whoever is leading your sales, they're going to have different questions than other members of your senior team. And certainly other men, you know, if you turn it over to the technology group and say, just put it together. So one of the things is this is a big involvement, but what, what I love is that instead of, I find this with my, I'll use us, you know, our sales team now, the decision, you know, when we have something really working, we can put more resource on it and leverage it up. On the other hand, we can see very quickly when things aren't working. Yes. And, uh, you know, I mean, instead of 90 days, we see it oftentimes in two weeks. Uh, and that's a huge difference in making mid-term adjustments. And, and the other part is there's no debate on these things anymore. I mean, where marketing sales used to kind of go at it, it's kind of, it is what it is, guys. What are we going to do type thing? Exactly. I mean, this is how many leads you've got. This is how many prospects you've got. This is what your conversion uh, rate is, period. What is it there to discuss? And if it's not there where it should be, well, think about the actions you're going to take. And, you know, what, what you said, instead of six weeks or uh, uh, 12 weeks, there are two, two weeks and you see the impact of those actions. And this is exactly why you should use that. Well, let's, get, let's take it. So we, we now have gone ahead and we kind of put the definitions in of what we're looking for. We understand the questions. We got very clear on the value growth chain. We identified the stakeholders. So how do we go about establishing an architect? Because, you know, when you get, I've gotten to this point, Felix, on one of the first projects we did on this, and it's like, ah, there's so many different directions we can go. And, you know, the different, and particularly not in this companies that I have now, because we're all using the same tools, data, but I've had data over at different places and this and that. How am I going to bring them together? How do, how do we go about creating the architect? Well, John, there's one very important step that, that comes before the architecture, okay. okay? Well, and it's about designing the, the dashboards. Remember I told you, um, uh, the dashboards are visual representation of metrics. Now, what I see, there are two things here that are, that are important. First, you need to understand or you need to derive the right metrics, okay? And second, then you need to think about how are you going to visualize how are, you, how are you going to show these metrics so that they provide you actionable insights remember it's, it's all about taking actions and making decisions and taking actions so that's a very important step and this in my opinion and in my experience also is something where entrepreneurs um, kind of uh, pull back and say, well, no, 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 no. I mean, we don't really know. It's so difficult. Uh, well, how do we know what kind of metrics we need? And well, that they kind of work out, but then how do we know how to visualize this? 
and they say, well, big corporations, they've got business intelligence team and business analysts and, and so on who then help them visualize that. We don't have that. Well, it's not that difficult. There are a few very simple principles uh, on how the data could be visualized. And as a matter of fact, I mean, we've talked about uh, uh, before about my podcast and so on, where I share exactly these things. And I claim, John, there are two types of charts, two types of charts. And that's enough that you need for, for um, visualizing the data. And it's line charts and bar charts. That's it. Okay. So this is something that comes before architecture. And now, answering your, your, your question, well, architecture obviously is a very, an, a very important uh, um, layer that you need. Because this is what kind of uh, bridges the data in your ERP, CRM systems, or uh, other company databases with the front end that, that you built there, okay? And for this, you sh that's an IT issue. That's that's really a, a really a kind of heavy-duty IT issue. And what I really suggest to entrepreneurs, if their IT departments are not uh, uh, big enough, strong enough, and very seldom they also have got this um, knowledge of building the proper BI uh, architecture, well, go, there are enough BI companies around the world, um, go and uh, hire an architect uh, who will then design your BI architecture. I mean, uh, it's like designing a house. If you would like to have a special house, well, you don't just go and build it. You hire an architect, you tell, tell, tell an architect, well, this is how, what I would like to have and so on. And then architects goes and designs this. And it's not a major issue here, but a very important one. And then somebody can build this. A lot of people can build this. But, you know, my advice here, well, before you really start implementing this, go and find an architect who is going to put, put up the proper BI architecture for it. Now, this is, you know, the one thing that's so great about today's technology and our ability to connect with so many different people around the world. I mean, you and I are talking Silicon Valley to, you're in Munich, aren't you? Yes, yeah. I'm in Munich, yes. Yeah, in Munich. I mean... Uh, on a free call on Skype, I'll give Skype credit here. It's and, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it was very high quality, the whole thing. And, you know, to find different resources around the world who are right in this business intelligent architect is so important to do it in the beginning. Let's go to the next part, though, is selecting the right tools. What do you mean by that, Felix? How does that come together? Well, I mean, we talked about the visualization, right? And uh, how are you going to visualize your data? And I think uh, all, uh, well, a lot of people, 95% of people dealing with metrics uh, also have come across Excel. And I still believe uh, Excel is one of the greatest tools, business intelligence tools we have got. But it needs to be used properly. Okay? And it's not good for everything. Uh, what the, one of the biggest problems I see, people try to use Excel for everything, for storing the data, uh, for entering the data, for managing the data, and for visualizing it. No. It's, Excel is good for analyzing the data. And then there is a whole palette of tools that, that, that you need. And by the way, you need the tools for storing the data properly so that it can be reporting on. You need the, uh, the, the tools for gathering the data from your, all, of your, all of your systems, ERP, CRM, and so on. Well, usually end users don't care about this, but IT does, okay? And then on top, you need the front-end tools. You need the tools for uh, creating the dashboards, for creating reports. And if you want to do some analytics, you, you want to do some uh, ad hoc analysis, well, you need tools for that too. 
okay? And there are this whole range of tools, and, and I won't mention them right now, I wouldn't like to uh, uh, favor any, any, any of the vendors, but today you've got a whole range of tools that help you do that, and they range for a few, a few hundred dollars up to one uh, one thousand uh, grand and a half uh, per user. Well, it depends, you know, how how you would like to do that. But what I really recommend, first thing you should do as an entrepreneur, if you are kind of Microsoft Microsoft minded and so on, if you like uh, Excel, that's the first uh, tool you should look at. But then you should use it properly. Yeah, no, it's one of the things that's been so great uh, again about technology is when you talk about all these tools. I mean, the prices have gone down dramatically in there in so many winning databases. I mean, there's only a few big players, so almost everything connects in if you're using a major database for relatively inexpensive prices. At least that's what I'm finding, Felix. Yeah. Well, let, yeah, I... well, let's go one more step then. So, you know, we've got, we've gotten clear. You know, we've defined it. We've got everybody involved that should be involved. We brought in a business intelligence architect to start framing this out. We think we're ready to go. They've identified some tools for us to use to get you know, the full effect. Okay, now we got to go deploy it and implement it. How, how do we make that work? Because this is, you know, one of the, the scary parts as an entrepreneur is when we're doing all this stuff, this is not during the time of development and implementation. Not only is it not generating revenue or saving costs, it's, it's distracting and it's distracting my best people and because they have to say what questions and so on they have. They've got to get some feedback and then it's and I'm writing checks along the way. So how can I make that deployment and implementation as effective as possible? Because I, I mean, we, I think every entrepreneur can see, boy, if I get this information, the, the quality decisions I can make more quickly that are going to help serve our clients, our customers better, and, and really make a, a better environment for our whole team. I mean, I, I find that my teammates love this. But I got to say, Felix, they weren't always happy as we were putting some of it together, too. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I mean, first of all, uh, John, a lot of, lot of companies, a lot of entrepreneurs I see, well, they believe they design the dashboard, they have them implemented, they're done. No, <laughs> they just only start, okay? So there are two very important things you need to do there. First of all, you need to teach, you need to train the users who are going to uh, uh, use these dashboards, you need to train them uh, how to use them. Because Remember, I mean, you wouldn't be implementing new dashboards if you were, you were happy with the existing ones, okay? Well, if you, even if you don't have any, uh, any dashboards right now, well, I mean, if I just uh, pull up a report or a dashboard on a screen, well, I should at least get five or ten minutes uh, training where somebody explains to me how to call it up, okay, how to use it, and what to do with it, okay? And the second, which is much more subtle and much more important, well, with introducing every single dashboard with introducing a new dashboard in your organization you're changing your organization you're changing the way your organization works john and as you said well not everybody is really happy about uh, uh, new dashboards being introduced why because if you've chosen your metrics properly if you've visualized um, uh, those metrics uh, uh, in an expressive way then it shows what then it shows the result of their work and not everybody performs as well as they would like to 
Okay. Now, one of the major mistakes I've seen uh, um, uh, some companies doing, well, when we implemented dashboards, we started uh, operating with those for a couple of weeks and they fired people. Because it, it can be that you are performing 50% uh, worse than the others do. You know, that's the worst thing you can do. And this is why people also uh, are scared. Well, you know, all of a sudden I'm being transparent on the most important things that are in my area that I'm responsible for. If I'm in sales, for sales, for conversions and so on. And if those results are not where, where they should be, well, you need to be very careful about this. So what I'm saying, well, putting a dashboard, implementing a dashboard in your organization, it's a change process and you need to manage this very carefully. Okay. And avoid things like then, well, if the results are not there, where would you like to have them? Fire people. Well, okay, sometimes you may want to do that. Okay. But then take actions, make that, uh, improve that. Well, if after six months, the situation doesn't improve well, then you may think about some other consequences. But still think about it. when you implement a dashboard, it's a change process in your organization. And not everybody will scream uh, you hero for it. Yeah, no, it's, well, I can tell you they will scream. Uh, but not necessarily yeah, the hero. <laughs> but I and, and I, I want to just encourage everyone because I, I have gone through this over the last couple of years, and you know it's a never-ending uh, process because businesses change, information uh, you learn, and you go, "Geez, I'd rather measure this than that." And you know you can get, develop too many measurements, and you want to narrow it down to you know the ones that are most important for each of the stakeholders. But I, I got to tell you, uh, Felix, that the, the amazing part for me is now we've gotten to the point where, as a matter of fact, I had a, a conversation yesterday with one of my senior uh, team members in the department that she runs. We have uh, we only have a few uh, metrics, and they were the ones, quite honestly, fighting it the most that they didn't want to be measured uh, because it's, it's, it was a human interaction type. Uh, process more than you know a, a widget going out the door or a sales conversion so there was a lot more uh, qualitative subjective type things but now they're frustrated that they're not getting the analytics that everybody else is getting and how can they do that and so I mean we're, we're spending a lot of time and and just getting you know the thought process on it and then doing it and I mean that that's been such a nice evolution where before well, just do it in one area. And now it's like, let's do it over the whole business and make sure we're getting great information. So how, how do you, you know, let's, so we've now, we've got the project going. Tell, tell me where, you know, as we go through this, what's a reasonable timeline for different types of businesses going through this? Well, um, that's kind of hard to say, yeah. but... Uh, um, given the methodology that is available to us, uh, John, today, and given the tools that are available uh, to us, um, if we kind of split this uh, process into three phases, as, as we discussed, first is the design, then is the development, uh, implementation, and then it's kind of putting these uh, in, in operations. Um, then if you take, say, kind of a, a, a part of your business, uh, one part of the value growth chain like sales, well, within a couple of weeks, you should be able to design dashboards if you work on this uh, in a concentrated way. And if um, then it comes out that for the sales part, you need, say, five to ten different dashboards and detailed reports. Uh, by the way, uh, you know, we are all you cannot assume that you will have one dashboard. And a lot of people just try to say, well, we need one dashboard showing everything. No, 
No, that doesn't work. So anyway, so if you would have five to 10 dashboards, and then if you choose proper tools, then we are talking about uh, another four to six weeks, if you've got good developers and an architect at the, at, at, at the beginning, where you can um, uh, develop those. So we are talking about two months of period, you know, as, as, as an example, where you can get to the point where you've got virtually nothing and um, at the beginning and at the end of this process, you start managing with dashboards. Yeah, uh, this is, I, and I would just encourage everyone that the end result, I mean, it, with a thoughtful process, working with the right people, you can get through this pretty quickly. I mean, those are short period of times when we start thinking about we're in business. Most of us are in business you know, for the next 25 years. I'm 59, I'm still, in fact, uh, Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coaches shot me an email, uh, to, you know, because I had to miss a meeting with a, I was a little out with a cold, and he goes, John, don't worry about it. We got 25 years to get it right. We'll keep on improving, and I, and I think that's on all business. We should be thinking this long term, and certainly on dashboards and measuring so that we can make even better decisions. And they're going to cumulative effects going to be great. Let me change gears here now. Let's go to another segment. Okay. And this is called Felix, is there a book that you'd like to recommend to your fellow entrepreneurs, uh, either in the space or outside of the space, that would be a great book to share with them? Can I recommend two? You can recommend as you're the you're not the farthest away that I've ever interviewed, but you're getting close. <laughs> Okay, there's one, and it's not a business book. And it's from Ayn Rand, and it's called The Fountainhead. Okay, it's more a philosophical book, but um, the, um, uh, the, the main character is an entrepreneur. He's an architect. Okay, and I really, really recommend everybody reading this book. It's going to take you a while, but it's also going to make you think a lot. Okay, now... That, that was not a business book. So it's, I was supposed to talk about one business book. I'm re recommending two books. And the business book uh, I would recommend, I, I read um, a couple of weeks ago, and it's from Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Jab, 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 Right Hook. I thought that was great. Yeah. Well, you know, I listen uh, to quite a few podcasts of uh, Gary, and he doesn't uh, always have the style I appreciate and, and like, but uh, his message is very clear. Now, his book is excellent, okay? And for, for everybody who would like to get their message out, uh, I think that's a required reading. Now, I, I, I have found uh, Gary to be one of the most interesting guys out there. And it's, that's a great book. That one I've read. And for... He is by far one of the most uh, successful social media. I think he's built his business up to about 300 million of revenue, uh, uh, providing consulting and so on in this space. So, you know, somebody, there's a lot of social media experts, but uh, Gary's actually done it, not only for, uh, he's most famous for his wine videos. <laughs> I know. And I, and I enjoy good wine, and I remember watching him the first few times and going, what is this crazy guy doing? Uh, <laughs> but he built it into a huge business, so uh, well done. Let's go to the next uh, segment, which is the smart app. So let's talk about the application of the day. You know, on your smartphone, I know you travel a little bit because I, I run into you in Phoenix. Uh, 
uh, on your smartphone, what's an application you'd like to share with the entrepreneurs out there, our fellow entrepreneurs? It's called Things. Uh, I told you before, I, I tend to be very organized and this just helps me um, really uh, keep track of all the stuff I need to do, when I need to do it. And um, uh, for me, I'm a big Apple fan. I've got all uh, Apple devices and, uh, um, you know, it's just uh, there's a, this app for, for, for iPhone and for iPad and for I'm, I use it on my MacBook and, and, and everything. So everything is synchronized. Everything is in cloud. I love it. As a matter of fact, I go and shop. Um, I actually at home when I'm at home and I need something I kind of note, um, note jot down well put it in things and go to the uh, supermarket and use my day. oh this is what I need to do this is but well, it's that's that's a really good one uh, and uh, I I do have an Apple iPhone but all the rest I'm a financial guy so we're all PC based here but for yeah. those of you you know take a look at it and let me you know we, we've we've talked about an awful lot I want to go to your resources because you got resources that are available uh felix uh let's go i'm gonna pull up your website tell us a little bit about what's at your website then i want to go to your passion site uh next <laughs> okay well uh, the, the website is uh, www.multibase.de um uh, what this just represents my company um, you know, what we do is we design and implement dashboards and reporting systems and this website tells you how we do it and also tells you for whom we've done this. I mean, we've been doing this for uh, uh, 24 years now. Um, and my passion side is I love dashboards and I just started this podcast and well, I'd, I'd like to mention this. You're one of the people who kind of um, motivated me to, to, to do this because uh, uh, I think this is just something what uh, uh, it's, a, it's a great way of sharing uh, what we are passionate about and I'm passionate about dashboards and I'll be sharing this podcast um, everything around uh, dashboarding why we should use them how we should use them uh, the tools and then uh, um, once the community grows um, uh, I'll, I will I will also invite people to send me their dashboards and reports if they believe they could be improved and I'll be critiquing them uh, I can be quite direct uh, but I also tell them well this is what I would change and and then so on so this is how my my podcast is going to evolve no that's great I, I tell you you're gonna enjoy it a lot Felix I, anybody that you know listen to this episode uh, if you're interested on dashboards, I've watched the first uh, podcast. It's very powerful, and it's going to be some great insights. Remember, you, know, you can get everything that we're talking about at AESNation.com, all links to any subjects that we talked about, the show notes, transcript, and so on. But let me go to the last segment here. I look at it, I've got a ton of notes because this is a project, that, or I'll say process or process, depending where you are in the world, uh, <laughs> listening to this, but uh, the that is near and dear to my heart. And I'm going to encourage you, kind of, the, and, and the, the website, uh, Felix has it in the five, these five, and I'm going to use his, but number one, define the requirements of the project, you know, and, and and this, you know, he went over great, you know, the questions, what, you know, what are the insights? What are the questions you're asking already to get that information, get really clear on the client experience, the whole value creation chain, you know, who are the stakeholders involved in them? And I can tell you that's critical. 
yes. and then get the metrics that they, they're going to want. Then on the uh, second is establish the architect. And this, I think, almost always you're going to have to go outside your firm unless you're a really large firm. You know, uh, Felix said, you know, get a BI, business intelligence architect, to work with you on this. Uh, this is not overly expensive, you know, it's, but it's a, it's a great investment. It's not a cost. Uh, three, select the right tools. There are so many tools out there now. This is where having somebody that can help you pull out the right tools for your database. And then the deployment and implementation. Be thoughtful on this. You know, give enough time. Recognize it's going to be a little bit of a distraction mm -hmm. and certainly a cost. But, you know, it's that vision down the road that you're going to have these tools. And I can tell you, we went in uh, more blind probably than I should have. And by the time we got out of it, it was like, wow. Uh, and number five, and I can say almost every company doesn't do this well, is teach the users. I mean, you know, they've, they've been involved in the process that when they first see it, it's like, okay, now we got all this. What do we do with it? Exactly. And, and that's where we have to really help them get through. And uh, Felix, again, I want to thank you for taking your time today and really sharing your passion and something that's so important for every entrepreneur. I'm going to challenge every entrepreneur out there to go deploy dashboards if you don't have them yet. And if you do have them, make sure you're constantly improving them so that you can accelerate your success, serve your clients well, your clients, your customers, all your partners are counting on you. Don't let them down. We wish you the best of success. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com